Thank you for joining the Marriage by the Word podcast. Here we will have meaningful conversations to encourage you in your marriage relationship and point you to God's Word. Our desire is for you and for us to have a thriving Christ-led home. I have been looking forward to this podcast all week. First, we're talking about blended families today, and we love to share how they can maneuver through their unique situations in order to thrive in their marriage and their family. But we are extremely excited to have our friends from Kentucky here, David and Kelly McCarg, with us to join in this conversation because it's going to be really good. It is going to be good. So... Our listeners, we don't want you to forget about to subscribe to our marriage website, Marriage by the Word, and also look at Facebook and Instagram and, and find us on all of those different platforms. And if you have questions, please drop us a line, drop us a message, and then we'll be get, getting back to you really quickly. So David and Kelly, they joined two families together 15 years ago, becoming a blended family themselves. Now they would tell you now that they had no idea what they signed up for, uh, but their family is made up of four children and now four grandsons. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Uh, their wisdom comes not only from walking this journey, but they've studied blended families for years, reading and attending workshops, leading book studies, mentoring couples one-on-one. God has used them in big ways to in, encourage couples. That's right. In fact, we, we led an incredible marriage ministry together for mm-hmm. years, and, and we specifically wanted them to be on our team because they were a blended family, and they could reach out to so many other couples that we could not do. Um, God bless that ministry so much to the point that we brought in several other couples to join with us and work at the church, and we had a lot of fun doing that ministry together. We, we sure did. Yeah, sure and, did. and churches are full of blended families and couples trying to navigate uh, this journey together. So <clears throat> for those of you who are new to our podcast, David and Kelly joined us once before. So go back and check out Blended Conversations. We got together with them a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and had them share important That's conversations right. for blended couples that they need to have. Uh, it's full of important information, so check it out. Now this is important. We all have friends or family who are in a blended marriage. So we encourage you to text, to call, somehow let them know, share it with them, let them know about this podcast. Uh, It will be an encouragement to them, and we want this to get out to all of these couples. Okay, now let's get to the meat of the conversation. David and Kelly, welcome to Marriage by the Word. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having us. We're glad you're here. We just said that uh, you didn't really know what you were getting into when you said your I do's. What do you wish someone had shared with you about blended families when the two of you were dating? In other words, what can you tell couples who are dating now, planning to join two families, that will assist them in this decision? Go ahead. Jeff, there are... There are lots of Christian resources available that we were unaware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were probably married uh, three or four years, actually, before. Uh, we didn't know until we got into the ministry with you guys that there were those things available, and there we were not alone. There were other people having the same trials and issues that we mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. They had the same experiences that we did. And so it was really nice to be comforted that we weren't alone and that we weren't doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just normal. 
yeah. more blended families. There's yeah. other people out there for support. You know, Proverbs uh, fifteen thirty two says that without counsel, plans fail, mm-hmm. uh, but with many uh, advisors, they succeed. That's right. So just the more people that you can get in touch with and and, and connect with uh, that are that are part of these blended families, the better you are. That's right. And we've encouraged couples to always reach out for resources and throughout their marriage to just in to make their marriage stronger and that kind of thing. So in, in this situation, it's not only that, but it's also a, almost like a roadmap to allow them to continue to grow in their marriage. Exactly. And one of the resources that we really uh, latched onto was uh, by Ron Deal, the Smart Step Families. Mm-hmm. And one of the concepts that he really brought to point that, that stuck with us is that blended families is not like a blender. You just don't throw everyone in, mm-hmm. zip it around, and then everybody's peachy, you know. It's more like a crock pot. You've got potatoes, you've got carrots. Everybody blends and cooks at a different temperature, and it mm-hmm. takes longer. Uh, so Which that's is one. really hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Very you have to hard. gently stir instead of quickly yes. blend. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and, and you want everybody to blend. I remember several years ago, you all led uh, a blended book study by Jimmy Evans. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the couples, one of the men, sat there in almost tears. Yes. When he realized everyone was going through the same thing, he said that like a 100 pounds had been lifted off of his shoulders because he just thought he was doing things wrong that they were you know and they weren't handling the difficult situations and it was such a wonderful moment and i think showed you all just what a blessing it was yes to help these blended couples and and you know uh going back to having uh mentors and counselors and and everything some of the couples that met in that um life study Mm -hmm. um they they have been friends ever since and mm-hmm. very close because they share that common ground yeah, that's right. that's and great. support each other. So right. very, very And that was years ago. Yes. So yes. That's, that's exciting that yes. God has used that. Mm-hmm. When you realize you're not the only one going through a problem and you, there's someone there that can relate to you, mm-hmm. it's easier to be able to talk to them and, and be able to have a conversation about what's going on. Yeah, they've, they've called with issues that have come up and said, you know, have you all went through this? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have any advice? And it's been very nice to be able to either walk through with them or pray for them. Um, so. so Kelly, when we look at this, the reason this happened is because our church encouraged it. Yes. So these couples would have never found each other mm. if the church hadn't encouraged and supported us having, and you all leading a blended couple mm. study. That's yes. right. And so, to take that further, these couples have told us personally they probably would not be together mm, if they had not gone through that study. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just powerful. And and not all churches are so um, free to express the fact that we have blended families mm-hmm. and that we need to, you know, their first marriage may have not done well or they mm-hmm. may have not done it right. Mm-hmm. But you can. You right. can be a Christian couple and follow the the uh, guidelines that are in the Bible of, of what a husband and wife can be, even in your second marriage, and be very successful. And understanding that, that, that there's a ministry there for those, for those couples, and Absolutely. for all couples, but yes. that there's a ministry there, you know, 
not just churches, but all of us need to be aware of that to be able to reach out and help in any possible way that we can. Yes. Yes. And uh, and just open up and be ready to to mm. help any any couple, but especially blended couples that are yeah. going through tri- trials and that kind of thing. Yeah. So individuals, you know, couples and churches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes. need to to yeah. reach out. Yeah. That's good. And you know, with um, some of the studies and conferences that we went to, um, we realized that the children were mourning. You know, mm. they had lost uh, a family uh, that they had, that they had dreams of being. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we are trying to start a new life. We're all happy. And the kids are in mourning. And, you know, you push and try to blend them. And all you're doing is kind of not letting them um, work through all those processes that you have to mm-hmm. work, work through with a, um, the end of something very special. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that was something we learned that just blew me away. I had no idea. Um, so, and Matthew in the Bible says Matthew in Matthew five four that blessed are those who mourn, for they should be comforted. Mm. And you cannot forget to do that with those children. Mm. Absolutely, uh, because they're losing. Um, it's like a death. It really is. They're mm-hmm. losing that part of their life. Mm-hmm. But parents don't see that. A lot of times, and Kelly, I remember you saying that all children loved you. Yes. And so you had no fears in going in this marriage because all children loved you. Yes. But you didn't realize the mourning process no. that they were facing. Mm-hmm. No. And I and I pushed. I I um I tried really hard to make them love me, you know. Mm-hmm. I and and then I would get very discouraged. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the study and I thought, "Oh my gosh. <laughs> no wonder, you know, they were they were mm. they couldn't be happy at the time. It had nothing to do with me. Right. Mm-hmm. It had to do with the process right. they were going through. Yeah. Right. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was years later. Um, that's why we want to do this uh, mm-hmm. for other blended couples is because it's so hard to go through those first years and everyone adjust to all the changes. So let me ask you, would you say that it's different like when you were just dating and you saw the children and they were friendly and nice that there was a difference when you suddenly were in home together and they had bedrooms there and you were putting together a family, would you say the children started acting differently? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, that makes it more permanent. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, until that happens, you know, there's these thoughts, well, maybe mom and dad will get back together, Mm. you know, that kind of thing. You know, there's still a chance. But once that step is taken, they know that's not going to happen. Right, right. Mm. Mm. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's your your advice for Mm -hmm. couples who are dating and and thinking about and things that you wish you knew Mm -hmm. that you had been prepared for. Okay, so we have a second question. Um, what are the top two unique situations that blended families face that nuclear face it, families do not face? Well, um, inner vows. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned about those in a Jimmy Evans study. Mm-hmm. And um, after, <clears throat> a, after a divorce or... Um, a breakup, um, depending on what blended you are, um, you know, you make all these promises to yourself, you know, um, through that pain, through that difficult moment, and um, they end up becoming guidelines for our lives and our actions. Um, I will never mm-hmm. let someone do blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I will, you know, 
And so, depending on how hurt you are, you can make a lot of those. Um, I had, you know, so David come in the marriage with two strikes already against him, and he hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to be very patient with me to rebuild the trust mm-hmm. and to um, show me, you know, that he's there and he loves me. And um, because I was very, even though I loved him, was very um, standoffish. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, um, and one thing that you've got to remember is you've got to keep God in front. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you're not uh, putting him first in your marriage and in your life, um, that makes those situations even more difficult mm-hmm. because as you pray and get into the word, he shows you these things and he brings these things up and you can deal with those in a godly manner and it makes it so much easier. So can you tell us what you all do together spiritually? What, what does your marriage look like as far as? Well, one of the things that we do is pray together, mm-hmm. uh, every day. We hold hands, we pray together, and you start out simple. When we first heard that concept, we were like, well, that's going to be weird. <laughs> you know, you pray together, God, thank you for this day. Watch after and protect our families. And then you slowly grow. And one of the things that really touched their hearts was a one of the older ladies that was in one of our studies, she said, that's when she hears her husband's heart. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'll that's never right. forget that. Mm-hmm. When, they, when they pray together. And when our kids are there, we'll bring them in, you know, and they get to see that as an example, too. And you said you've been able to share that with even your family mm-hmm. and that concept and mm-hmm. to be able to multiply Because your kids are growing Our now. kids yes. are growing. We yes. just, our yeah. son just got married. Right. And that and was one of the things that we did yes. emphasize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got one more coming up that's going to graduate from college and you know she's going to be looking she's got a steady boyfriend so this is stuff we're going to not only share with our children but we're going to share with other children as well right you know anybody that that we approach or that that approaches us for advice or counsel that's the main thing and that's such an easy step but it's a it's a difficult hurdle sometimes for couples to do but it's an easy step and it's an unbelievable unbelievable first step in being able to become a team and be able to come unified as a couple and be able to be able to know the other person's heart like like you mentioned mm-hmm. and also to know that God can be first place in your marriage. Yes. Yeah, priority is is so important. Prioritizing mm-hmm. our what is important. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be God, spouse, mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then work. And it's so funny because we tend to put our children first. Right. And you're <clears throat> Especially blended families. Yes. Mm-hmm. They feel like they need to, to do the that. The guilt. Yes. yes. The right. guilt, you know, of, of tearing that apart and you feel like you should But you're you saying no. Stuff. no. No. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about it is is that you put God first, it makes your marriage very strong. Mm-hmm. Then you put your spouse <clears throat> second. Well, then you're even adding to the strength of that marriage. Well, how can you be an example for your children if you don't have a strong marriage? You know, so it not only helps them heal, um, but it also gives them a really good example of how to be married and how to make their first and only marriage successful because mm-hmm. that's what we want for our mm-hmm. children. Absolutely, it is. So, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, and I remember taking it back up where you were talking about praying together. I remember years ago when some of your kids were still at home, 
you kind of were joking about it at one of the studies that you all would sit at the kitchen table and pray out loud about those kids. Yes, ma'am. And they would hear you yes. <laughs> praying yeah. about them. And yes. we still do that. Yeah. Right? When they're it, home and we ask them to join in, or even if they're in a room next door, mm -hmm. we always pray out loud. We verbally say, watch after Katie as she goes to school. Mm -hmm. You know, we bring up those things. So mm -hmm. we don't care. We hope they're there to hear. And Absolutely. even though it was awkward, it's not, it's, not it's part of your life. It's part of our oh, life yeah. now. Such yeah. an example for them to, to see and also to remember later on in their lives and their relationships that they have. Yes. Well, one of the, it's kind of funny. Uh, Katie's boyfriend, his grandfather just died, mm -hmm. Jordan. And I think he was a little surprised when I sent him a prayer. Hmm. And he was like, man, thank you. That was so great. And it's just, we try to emulate this example to everyone that's involved in our lives, whether mm -hmm. it's our children, friends, mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Right, for sure. And I know that it's more than just prayer with you guys, because you talked to us earlier today or last night, maybe, uh, even on the way down, you were listening to marriage podcasts yes. together yes. as you were yes. driving. Yes. Uh, you do marriage studies at home together. Yes, we mm -hmm. do. Uh, the two of you. Yes. So... You're you're guarding your spiritual walk. Have to. When we haven't, when we haven't mm -hmm. been um, studying, uh, reading, sharing this, uh, praying together, um, the devil just he just sneaks right in, and he does, then yeah. all kinds of things end up happening, and you're thinking, what's going on? And then you realize, oh, I haven't been in the Word. We haven't done these things together. We haven't mm -hmm. prayed together in, mm -hmm. in three days. Mm -hmm. You know, and. Uh, you just allow him to come in sometimes. Yeah. He finds that crack and yes, just comes right in that crack. Tries to use life, business of life, to mm -hmm. to really get in. Mm -hmm. right. right. So it's a constant battle and a constant um, thing for you to work on to mm -hmm. keep your marriage strong and keep mm -hmm. the devil out. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. That's right. Have you got anything else for us? Well, um, another thing that they, they have to deal with is the holidays. Yeah. Holidays yes. are yep. very hard. And, um, you know, um, you're influenced by a whole new family. You have ex-spouses that you mm -hmm. are now worried about. <laughs> you have ex-in-laws. that, And everybody has their own holiday. Mm -hmm. The family grows quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is you have to put the kids first, mm -hmm. not what I want. And uh, you can do that. We figured out after a little while. You can do that by making new traditions. Mm -hmm. Now, 15 years later... Our kids are telling their spouses and their girlfriends, this is what we do mm -hmm. here, you mm -hmm. know, and it's very different than what they do at their other home. Mm -hmm. um, but it's something that we started and has mm -hmm. went wonderful and yeah. helps get through those holidays that you might not have them on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You might have them that weekend. Being flexible and being... That's a, the word. Yeah, being flexible and, and with your family and, and understanding that it's okay that it's okay that you're doing it you're a different way than what the traditional is yes. but it works for your family yes and remember what the holiday is mm -hmm. it's not about thursday on thanksgiving mm -hmm. it's about being thankful mm -hmm. for your family and everything that god has blessed us with right so right. the right. day of the week isn't really important right that is so good mm -hmm. that is so good and our last podcast we talked about that some problems in your marriage when there's arguments and things some problems won't go away and there can be difficult people or difficult situations that you just can't make disappear and so that's one of them is is being flexible on holidays you're not going to make the other family disappear no. there's there's other families now mm -hmm. and so after a year or two 
is when you grasp that. Is that right, yes. Kelly? Yes. And you decide, yeah. okay, our Thanksgiving is going to be on that Saturday, weekend, that Saturday afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it worked wonderful. Yeah. And now for years. We were trying to share the kids in one day. Yeah. That was that was, it was so hard. And again, yeah. you're ripping them apart. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's hard so, for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was easier just to have them all day mm-hmm. and really enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it worked out really well. And they probably went, Shh. Yes. Yes. It yeah. takes the pressure off them, too. Yeah. And honestly, even in, in our family, looking at, at you all doing that kind of kept it on our, our minds that it's okay that if we don't celebrate on the day, it's okay, too. Yes. Yeah. And so you all have kind of influenced us on that, too. Yeah, so. just so we're together. So, well, yeah, yes. that's right. Romans 12, 118 says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peacefully with mm-hmm. all. That's right. And that just helps that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just great advice. Uh, try to do things that, you know, we didn't like it to start with, but now that we've... We've done that for years. It was the best thing mm-hmm. we could have done. Sure, yeah. sure. That's for sure. We could sit here all day. Yes, we could. <laughs> and, I mean, there are so many things. Mm-hmm. We could just sit here all day talking about this. Uh, you all are such a blessing to so many people, um, to the marriage ministry that we were in together. We love you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us today. Uh, for being our friends for a long time and to come into Tennessee to see us. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate that a lot. And yes, we're having, we we're do. having a good time together. We, yes, we do. Are. And, yeah, and right. we pray for you all and that God will continue to use you. And I know he is because you've talked about it and, and the friendships that you've made and the work that you're doing. Um, anything else that you've got? Two things. Okay. One is for you to be proactive and not reactive. Do not wait for your family or your kids to be in crisis before you react always be on guard and the second thing to remember is that it takes an average of five to seven years for a family to blend that's right Mm -hmm. Uh, that was shocking to me that was shocking to Mm -hmm. both of us but it really was it was seven years and and when i found that out i thought oh oh, it's not me this is the average and uh just a huge huge weight was lifted because I really thought that I had really messed things up Mm -hmm. and uh, was doing things wrong. And so it was really nice to know that that is an average. Mm -hmm. And that's a long time. It is. When you're trying to wait. And and some couples don't make it that long. No. They think that it's just not going to work and they just give up. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we've always pointed out in marriage ministry, the marriage you are in right now, we want that marriage to last Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons, yes. you know, that's we right. do marriage ministry. Mm-hmm. We want you to thrive in that marriage. Yes. So if it's a second or a third, um, that's why you all do what you do and we do yes. what we do. Yeah, because yes. yeah, we don't want marriages to fail. No. I mean, we Absolutely. want and the kids them to be don't need to see that. No. 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 And so if you can make, if you even if you have, a, it's a second marriage, mm-hmm. you know, you can make it successful mm-hmm. and show them that mm-hmm. you fight and you, mm-hmm. and you, uh, have God in the center yeah, put to him make in the marriage. Center. Yes, that's to right. make the marriage mm-hmm. work. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they all do that with their first. I mean, that's mm-hmm. our prayers. Fight for that marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. With God being first place, you know that that makes the marriage just flow the correct way. Mm-hmm. And you know, marriages struggle doing that, putting Him first a yes. lot. Even you know, newly newly married folks have to learn that God has to be first place in in that marriage. And so I appreciate you bringing that out. Um, because all of our marriages need to have that as well as blended blended families for sure. And and we'll put at the end of the podcast the information. We'll we'll give them some of the the Ron Deal books. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know the list of those yes. that they can order. Yeah. Um, and because it is important to use the information that's out there. Because mm-hmm. it is. Uh, 
family life and stuff. They have a whole section on blended, Mm -hmm. and it's wonderful. It's uh, podcasts, um, Mm -hmm. it's studies, it's Mm -hmm. all kinds of really, really wonderful information Mm -hmm. for anyone that is. And there are conferences and stuff that you can also also attend. Um, You all been everywhere. Yes, we have. (laughs) I know Jimmy Evans is having one coming up called Encounter, and and uh, and so there's different things available out there as far as the conferences. So, you know, we encourage you folks that are listening to be able to find those things. If it's not at your church, then find those uh, online that you could actually attend and, yeah. and help your marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I think that wraps us up for today. I think it does. Well, thank you guys for being yes, here so you. much. Thanks We're, for having us. Yeah. <laughs> and we always say at the end of our podcast, be intentional, love your spouse. And love the Lord. See mm-hmm. you soon. Thank you for listening to the Marriage by the Word podcast. For more marriage resources, visit marriagebytheword.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube channel with the handle Marriage by the Word.